Can you put your hands together and give another clap offering to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. You ready to go into the Word of God? Okay. Let me see where I'm going today, where the Holy Spirit is taking us today, okay? Go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 and 21. Okay. Can I teach? Yes. Teach some things that will propel your life. What is amazing is, this is how God works. Can I show you how God works? When God, let me, let me, let me take a step back. Um, Go to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. We thank God for this place. We're a very new church, so welcome to His nearness, Chicago. We have not, we've not even been a year yet, okay? So we're we just, we just started, so we are doing good. God is with us. Before I speak anything further, I want to set a stage for you to know where I'm taking you. Okay, look at that word. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. This is not a pastor talking. This is not a preacher talking. We can think this is a prophet talking. But prophet is actually bringing a message from the heart of God. Right? So this is actually God talking. Get it? God used a postman, Jeremiah, and he wrote this. Okay? And this is what God is even telling us now, if you will hear it in your spirit. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I, I need to explain that statement. Okay? Before you were formed, come on. Somebody explain that to me. English. English is being bad now, right? English vocabulary is being hijacked right now. Come on, talk to me. You know, I like a talking crowd. Okay, I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll go slowly. Before I formed you. Help me to understand this. Before I formed you. Before I formed you. In the womb. I knew you. New is past tense. If I say I know you, it's now, right? Yes. New is what? I come from India. If, my, if the English is not accurate, you can help me, okay? It's past tense, correct? Yes. God is saying, even before I formed you, I finished knowing you. If I am the potter before I made this glass, no, that's not even the right example. Before I formed you, I have finished the job of knowing you. Meaning, you came into existence before because God.
thought about you even before he made you because god knew you completely even before you were formed now let me say it like this even before your parents met god is saying i even before i formed you in the womb of your mother i knew you meaning i finished knowing you even before your father and your mother met come on talk to me before anybody started to think i will date this person even before that god finished knowing you so this is the god we 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 serve before you were born i sanctified you help me with the second verse now that meaning that means if you are sitting here if you are sitting here today and you think you made a choice to come in i want you to rethink through this word he already invited you into certain things before you were even planning to come in so you can be happy that before you were born i sanctified you that is crazy okay now let's go back to the scripture i quoted earlier so this is the god we serve he finished knowing he he knows your beginning from the end and your end to the beginning and everything in between so i want to give you a small key which can be a very major key any time you don't understand what's happening in your life you go back to your maker wow it's a deep truth when you don't know how the machine is working you go back to the manual when you see something is not working in your life you need to go back to the maker because he made you and if he made you and me he made you powerful enough to conquer everything that will come in the way of your life one more time he made you capable enough from the inside out to conquer anything that comes across your life time in this life can somebody shout an amen Be- because the last time i checked about god god is not a manufacturer like you and me he knows everything and he has put every needed ingredient inside of your life the more you discover god the more you will discover yourself okay i'm going to say that one more time the more you discover god the more you understand god the more you'll actually understand your life you know why we have so many people who don't know what is happening don't know where life is taking them and don't know what is next the reason is because you you don't know god enough but if you'll start investigating to know who god is you'll actually discover who you are powerful 
the gifts the talents the anointings the precious things god has put inside of your life even that you'll begin to surface the moment you begin to go to god so now i want to help you with this scripture okay second timothy chapter 2 verse 20 you with me yes. can i teach and you'll all enjoy the teaching okay oh thank you lord jesus but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter he will be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work all of you on zoom you are able to hear us clearly you're with us okay the kingdom of god is a very powerful kingdom because you have god as your king okay i'm going to go slow but i'm going to take you somewhere and when god made you and me he made us fully ready for everything that we are about to encounter ever in our life but yet we can say there are limitations in our life challenges in our life so i want to explain that and the reason is this scripture your life your life's success is in your hands okay this is not a motivational kind of teaching <laughs> this is going to be very um you know you'll get used to me you know in a few minutes how god made your spirit man is the discovery of god is the discovery of you many people who 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 want to know what their strengths their weaknesses are you know how they know because of the success and the failures they have had in life you with me come on talk to me you can say i lived these many years and in these many years these many incidents happened and out of these many incidents this is what made me successful this is what made me fail and then out of it you build a synopsis and you begin to say this is who i am come on are you with me okay i won't ask for response but i'll keep going okay and the synopsis you built was actually based <laughs> on your success and on your failure and you took what made you successful what made you failure you joined now together and you built 
in another word you build like a theology around your life and you and you started defining you based on the events of your life but i'm sorry i'm here to tell you a deeper truth that synopsis is built based on the events that you encountered in your life ouch not going to the maker to know who you are is absent in that you with me because whatever was thrown on your life whatever worked whatever did not work based on that now you're building a trajectory for yourself but when god looks at you what is god's heart god's heart he wants to lead you to the real you you with me yes. that is perfect okay thank you so god wants to lead you to the real you if you don't if you're not led to the real you have i been clear so far what i said you will be living your life based on the i used the word theology you built on the good events the bad events and you built an identity out of that it's like the uh, it's like the software now that is running your life every decision you make now on is based on that synopsis so what is happening in the process you're not actually discovering the real you you're continuing to live life based on what you thought is a discovery this is why when god comes into the scene he will have to shock your system to resurrect the real you that is why jesus said only the anointing the bible says the anointing breaks a yoke can i can i tell you something there are some millionaires sitting in this room you don't even know you're supposed to be that ah you lead only those who want to rise up let them rise up because that because that will look like a dream and an impossibility based on what talk to me the synopsis that is running in the back of your mind that says this and you or east and west it will never come you know because that is the synopsis that is sitting in the back of your head go and ask some of the successful people in the world some of them oh lord jesus who they are today is just because they had an arrogant belief in who they are come on talk to me yet the church today has dumbed down people who want to really believe in what they can do through god hey come on now talk to me why i hate religion so much is it actually suppresses you and puts you in a form to accept and to live a synopsis you with me what the synopsis mean i'm using this word so many times can somebody look up in the dictionary i want to make sure synopsis when i is that an outcome synopsis 
Ah, I'm using that word so many times. Kind of a summary. Oh, sorry. I, 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 what does this say? Hey, this is amazing. It says, a brief summary or general survey of something. Wow. An outline of the plot of a book. What if I told you, you're not a story that was written before? Ah, come on now. You are a story that is being written now. This is, this is, so synopsis is like an outcome. You know, I just read, you know, maybe you can read it again in the mic. So, so don't live a generalized life. What does religion do? It wants to put you in a box and introduce you to a God who somebody else has been introduced to. Right? Religion is a box. Like somebody else has known God in a certain way and they want to tell you this is how you relate to God. Who said so? Go and ask God. He will say, I never told them to relate to me like this. I have my own ways. Come and discover me. Now, I am still taking you somewhere. Now, what is happening is, now people have formed a synopsis. You can read that. A synopsis is a brief summary or general survey of something. The outline of a plot. Of a book. Yeah, it's like the summarized thing of something. So, I want to tell you today, your life has not been completed yet. So, don't, I'm, pro, I'm prophesying over you. I'm actually prophesying more than what you're thinking right now. I'm pushing the word of God into your spirit. And God is speaking to you through his word and saying, you're not a life that has finished living. You're a life that is yet to live. So don't live your tomorrow. As if it's already finished. That is to God, not for you. When God said, I've finished knowing you, that was his perspective. But you cannot look, live, do life, walk, talk as if like it's a done deal. Live life every day as if something new is coming your way. That is prophetic living. You don't, you don't live with a mundane lifestyle. You're like, this is how my... You can do that, but don't live with that like a prophecy. You got to do what you're doing, but in that you got to start living as if there is something new is coming. Yes. Something better is coming. Something powerful is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is why, see I'm screaming out to calm down. This is why, this is why when God wants to do something to your life, he has to shock your system. That's where I was starting. What is a shock? You have to see something which you never saw before. I'm teaching you. I'm giving you keys. You have to experience something that you have not experienced before. And only then sometimes people will wake up to a new reality. Come on now. Even in God, we begin to live thinking this is how even a Sunday church service even how this church service should go. We are already living that in our mind even before we lived it. We'll say, the preacher has to come, 
I'm putting myself in the spot, okay? He has to come. They have to sing five songs. Now they have to what pray, and then at the end the miracles or prophecy should happen. But God is like, I'm already ready to speak even before the service starts. You know what I'm saying? So this is why is now you need to tell me why is God choosing to live like that? God is not. We are choosing to live like that because we have put tried to put Him in a box, which is not possible. So when God has to liberate somebody, He has to shock your system and introduce a new system to your life. Because even a Moses can be living in the Pharaoh's house, eating what they serve, dressing the way they dress. talking the same language like they talk but deep inside of him there is a deliverer shut inside and he doesn't even know that that is called god's destiny locked up inside of you and now when god begins to lead a person like moses he will let him grow in the system if it's me he will let you let me whenever i say moses it's you okay is talking to us so when god lets moses grow in a system like that his anointed appointed ones he will actually let them grow in a system so that you will understand how the system actually works and then god will reintroduce himself to you and he will defy the system through you hey. oh my goodness i don't know whom i'm preaching to all the while you thought i am part of the system I belong to this system. This is who my call to be. I am a Pharaoh's son. Wait until God meets you. And God says, "You are not a Pharaoh's son anymore. You are like a god to the Pharaoh." Oh, come on now. And then you'll begin to see that it is not Pharaoh now who is commanding the climate change. Oh you are so quiet for me. You become the Moses who's commanding the climate change. You become the Moses who's calling the plagues to come and the plagues to go. Oh reboni antaraka sekechere. I believe God is raising up a generation like that. I'm prophesying over you that you might feel your you are stuck in a system you might feel you're born in a system you might feel your identity is part of the system but wait until god meets you in an encounter the real you will begin to come out and you will begin to defy the system oh sebari antaraka seke you you know god that's what i'm saying god has a way of dealing with people even to a peter god let him go through what he went through jesus said peter 
Satan wants to sift you like wheat. Right? But I have prayed. But I have prayed that when you are back, you'll go back and strengthen your brethren. You with me? I'm just talking, okay? I'll come to the scripture in a few minutes. You know, I'll come to that in a few minutes. Peter. His name, even before he was called Peter, his name was Simon. Meaning, broken reed. When, when the wind blows, it makes noise. That's a broken reed. That is what he was called that is what the destiny the world was calling out of him until jesus the lord arrived on the scene and he started journeying with jesus and then comes a point of time in his life where now jesus says because of the revelation he gets about the lord the lord tells him you are peter okay and i will build my church on you and the gates of hades shall not prevail against we are known this right but the process for him to become that peter the rock which will never shake you with me broken reed what when the wind blows it has to shake so there was now a transformation needs to happen from a broken reed to the solid rock and he goes through a process the process is now the lord is being crucified and he runs correct yes. and before that the lord tells him satan wants to sift you like wheat can i tell you something about wheat you can help me here the wheat the real wheat is inside a like a husk you got it it's inside a husk inside a husk so basically when you actually are sift the husk leaves you and the wheat will remain sifting when god wants to use you i said he will shock your system right that was the shock that peter had to go through that he was not going to be used if he still had a husk around his life the real him had to outshine the false him that was around him okay i'm i'm helping somebody the 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 is, is you're getting it the real you should emerge out like i was talking about moses in the pharaoh's house was not the real moses he was being what to say uh, customized according to the house of pharaoh 
but that was not the real him but when god shocked him the real him stood out right the same way peter functioned with the lord with all the way he can but still there was a husk around his life called the broken reed and god had to let him hit rock bottom the rock bottom was all his strength he said lord i will do this for you i'll do this for you i'll do this for you the lord let him hit rock bottom when he hit rock bottom all his strength was the husk that was holding on to his life that he could do something that failed him and when that failure hit his life the actual sifting process happened he could actually tell that me that was functioning all this while was leaning too much on what i could do for god but now when the sifting has happened i understand there is more to me than what i have thought and god used it the sifting process to eliminate the husk from peter's life the real peter was now crying for help and the bible says the lord jesus turned and looked back at him and peter remembered the words of jesus when when he remembered the words of jesus the bible says peter began to cry so what was happening the lord was calling a peter that was hidden inside the husk and he called him out that was the rock that was hidden inside the broken reed that's why i'm telling you you can live life thinking you already know until god can shock your system and once he shocks your system you have to allow that shocking to happen you think you can think moses planned his descent to the mount horeb you you we can think that moses found the mountain of the lord by his own self or it could be god's setup intentionally that moses will now come to that point where he will go up to the mountain and find that burning bush god took enough time with moses so that moses will come to the burning bush now we can bring that scripture back so i'm going to give you a key all right but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor so let's go slowly in a great house right do you do you all believe a part of god's family yes. come on talk to me yes. and that is a great house okay 
there are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay meaning not everybody is same please i'm i'm you know i'm going by the word of god okay when people begin to think everybody is same you need to ask is this god's viewpoint or it is just my viewpoint okay the bible is saying in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver precious metals but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor wow meaning your life you can be part of a great house but your life's destiny can be defined by this factor some for honor and some for dishonor go to the next scripture please this might sound god is unfair how did god make some wood some clay some gold some silver why did not god make everybody equal why is this but wait until you finish reading this therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter go back to the previous one dishonor now go to the next one if there for if anyone cleanses himself from the latter dishonor he will be a vessel for honor therefore if anyone cleanses himself god is not taking the role of cleansing he's as he's asking the vessel to choose the ranking you want to be gold you're very welcome to be gold you want to be silver you're welcome to be silver you want to be wood you're welcome to be wood you want to be clay you're welcome to be clay god is giving an open blank check whatever you want but then he is saying if anyone cleanses himself so basically you begin the process what will god do god will shock your system and he will show you what is possible but now after the shock has entered your system you need to look and say all right i have the potential to go from being a clay to the wood wood to the silver and to the gold i can choose that i don't have to remain the way i am and what do you do you begin to cleanse yourself from dishonor wow oh reboni antara kasekeria taraba the simplest way you can start weighing your life is you can begin to say god if you want to be honored through my life what is it that i need to remove which is called dishonor and when you begin to remove the elements of dishonor now your life is improving on the elements of honor and in a span of time you're changing your value you're changing your own value what if i told you that when god made you i told you he made you with everything you ever need right so you basically are calling out 
the gold inside of your own life to begin to manifest to the outside you are all of a sudden shredding off that which doesn't look like gold you are actually sifting out the the husk like peter was sifted and he had to remove the husk from his life for the real one to come out like moses began to come out it was part of the system but the real him was called to defy the system in the same way now when you begin to cleanse yourself something is about to fall off and something is about to emerge out of you and you keep doing this process something is going to happen you'll be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work change of destinies begin to happen when you begin to begin to live your life from this perspective now all of a sudden you're changing your own value you know sometimes people tell you that add things of value in your life to look valuable what if i tell you you do this and the things of value will start to gravitate around your life there is there is a way you you can go and ask physics or any people when they begin to melt the metals gold will begin to attract gold wow right something begins to happen the things of value will begin to gravitate around your life because now you are increasing value when you do this child of god something is going to happen that destiny which looked impossible before now is coming face to face in appearance before you and now you're thinking oh wow i think this is now possible because before you're trying to live a life of synopsis based on good and bad and you're like this happened that happened so now i'm living through this maybe this will happen if i do this this will happen but if you start to do this when you begin to convert yourself into the vessel of honor something happens god begins to pick you up come on now you are you seeing this with me therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter he will be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work meaning now god is beginning to pick up your life you can set yourself up for god to pick you up come on now talk to me talk to me you can do things in your life where god can say now i cannot leave him her in the way they were born the way the society told them to be the way the culturally they were formed to be the way their <laughs> parents spoke or the way their culture spoke the way their limitations spoke now god is like i don't care about all those things because they are increasing a certain level of honor now god is like i'm the one who's about to use them and god begins to pull you out and all of a sudden your destiny begins to get rearranged 
Child of God, who said you are that failure? Who said that? Did God say that or did somebody else say that? Now, when you begin to analyze these things, you will begin to tell, no, 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 no. I'm living based on a false identity. Can you surface the honorable identity that God has put inside of you? Can you begin to call that out of you? Can you begin, when you, can you begin to speak to God and say, God, I don't want to live from the identity that I have formed. I want to live from the identity that you are giving me. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. This is amazing. Somebody told me a few days ago, they told me that, um, hey, we met some people and they were telling me amazing stories about you and your family. And I said, oh, wow, that's very kind and very nice. But then the people this person met, I only seen them four years ago. They never know me now. You with me? Technically, they don't know me. They knew me four years ago. You with me? Come on, talk to me. Can I talk about a few things? They knew me four years ago. But they don't know me now. They are four years late. The four years ago they knew me was a different Chaitan. Four years from now, from then to here, I have increased my value. (laughs) You're with me? You you will love what I'm about to say. Okay? I've increased my value from being a clay to the wood, to the silver or to the gold. I've increased my honor. How heaven honors me. You're with me? How the angels honor me. How the demons respect me. I've changed ranks. They knew me four years ago. And they're telling this person, in fact, the person knows me in the now. You're getting it? This person actually knows more about me now than this person know about me four years ago. You know what I told this person? You know, I laughed at that um, response and I told this person, you know, I said, you know what? You should actually go and tell them more stories about me in the now then you'll be hearing stories about me in the past listen before you clap people you with me have a tendency to reject you when they look at you and find you like a clay ouch you didn't get it you were not thinking this was going to happen right people have the eyesight of human beings They don't have the sight of God to look at you like the way God looks at you. They will look at you, categorize you gold, silver, clay, wood, whatever, plastic. What is it? Vinyl? Whatever other material, fiber. They have different eyes to look at you. 
and they will pass a judgment on you and say this is who you are and people will reject you and walk away from you okay but when god looks at you how does he look at you this way this is the way he looks at you but we have this treasure in earthen vessels because he made you he made you and he knows what you are capable of he put everything inside of you to be the moses that will rule the egypt he put inside of you the peter that will overpower the broken reed and will build the church which satan and hades cannot overcome he put that inside of you yet when people looked at moses even when they looked at moses they said oh you the murderer you want to kill us they will reject you you know why because they were never they never had the sight of god to look at you through so my beloved what i'm saying is this but you have this treasure don't worry if you find yourself like a clay today what i'm giving you is a principle that works you can make your own promotion in life because he god has put everything that you ever need inside of you all you need to do is begin to discover within you and begin to discover in god you begin to honor god all of a sudden there will be an honor coming to your life and everything that looks dishonorable to you even dishonor towards your life will begin to leave you you will begin to say bye bye you'll begin to attach to god and you'll begin to detach you'll begin to attach to honor you'll begin to attach to dishonor and all of a sudden in my case in 4 years time you'll begin to say oh my goodness we thought this brother was simply here sitting in the pews okay i'll, I'll leave it at that you know because people may not see the gold in you but when god sees you increasing your value ah rebo the master begins to pick you up for his use that's what the bible says right ready for what every good work i prophesy over you that god is about to release some of you into good works in your life le romoni antara baseke this is what the bible says but we have this treasure isn't god amazing he puts treasure in you and he covers you with earthen vessel you know why you know why look look at this that the excellency of the power may be of god and not of us wow okay before you clap why am i teaching this why is the holy spirit impressing this to teach because he wants to break that false synopsis oh come on now he wants to break that false identity that you have formed hey oh my goodness that was love because some of you you're living your identity based on the earthen vessel and god is calling you to shift your identity from the what is that chaff to the wheat oh come on now he's calling you to shift your identity peter that satan wants to sift you like wheat that's called chaff too husk husk chaff okay so god is saying i want to shift your focus moses from the pharaoh's palace to the mountain of fire ah rebraka sikatalaba 
Moses, your season might look the most dry in the wilderness. Oh, but Moses, I have news for you. You're about to detach from the earthen vessel that you are, and you're about to attach to the fire of God that is available for you. Ah, remoniante, recoburianta, rabaseke. So, so God is a master planner. You can say, oh God, look at me, such a bad clay, such a bad wooden. Throw me, God, you know, throw me. And God is like, stop it. I have put treasures inside of you. I've locked gold inside of you. I will show you the pathway to decrease your dishonor and increase your honor. I'm going to show you the way to detach and to attach to my purposes. Maybe there is a reason. And that is why I'm going to introduce you to a shock in your system. I will let you go through rock bottoms. I will let you go through such phases that the shaft that you're so married to, you know, husk, the husk, the wheat, the wheat. Can we go deeper now? The wheat's identity is, you know what? It's in the protection of the shaft. You get it? The wheat, the precious wheat that we eat, identity and protection is coming from the shaft, the husk that covers it. Because it's hiding under it to feel protected, to feel nurtured. And God says, you think this is the most important thing. But wait until you encounter me. I will remove the husk from your life and I'll I'll reveal the real you then you will understand but this treasure but we have this treasure in earthen vessels child of god some of us our identity is so based on the husk that we have been it's time to shift your identity from the husk to the wheat the, the identity of our husk will keep you as what? A vessel of dishonor. Wow. Not everybody got it. Let me explain. How much you identify with how much of a failure you are will keep you in that. You're very quiet. Ouch. Because you have built a synopsis, right? This is who I am. You will say, God, can I step on some toes now? You think I'm ready, Rachel? Now it's ready. Now time to take off. We build a foundation. You say, I have faith. From where? Oof. From the husk that you are? Ah, come on, talk to me. From the clay that you are? From the wood that you are? That's where your faith is rising up from. But God is like, my dear, no matter how much I put makeup on the wood and the clay, it is still the wood and the clay. But the moment you change the source of your identity from the wood and the clay, you don't even have to do much. When the gold rises up, the value is different. The attraction is different. You with me? The way things respond to you is different. But until then, you can do all the gymnastics of treating the clay well, the wood well. But the thing is, 
from that identity no matter how much faith you will have and say god i'm going to do great things god is like yes i can bless the wood to do great things come fire the wood has to be consumed you with me but when you change your identity is this helping or is this too complicated but when you change the identity source of your life from being a wood to the gold that you're inside listen your faith will not be a shallow one your declaration your shout your cry for help will not come from the surface of a chaff will not come from the surface of a chaff it will come from the wheat that you're actually made to be and from that place when the moses the real man of god moses arises and says and the god who said i am sent me the very system that tried to dominate you has to bow down and listen to the god who's raising you up from the inside out oh come on somebody this is and the reason you should ask why is god like this is because that the excellency of the power may be of god and not of you he wants to take credit yet in the process you will also get the credit and that is wonderful because this is the way god works he wants to make sure his power works through your life can we keep going how do you increase this power you acknowledge the treasure that you are okay few people you acknowledge the treasure that you are detaching the chaff that you are oh my goodness i'm giving you the key i'm giving you the key stop living your identity based on from the world's perspective start living your identity from the god perspective start living from the treasure you are you know what automatically honor begins to sanctify you automatically dishonor begins to leave you and that is when the master says now i can pick you up oh broko sekenianta Come on now people are you hearing what the spirit of god is telling you tonight i want to decree and declare something very powerful right now nothing shall be impossible for you in your life if you will have this key inside of your spirit ambra sokoriante rebenianto that the excellency of the power may be of god and not of us oh if if any great man of god comes including me tells like oh i'm all this great because of who i am they are lying to you you with me you're also quiet because the excellency is not because of who i am the excellency is because of the treasure that god invested in each one of us and when we begin to live from that identity we're able to do better we're able to function better we're able to function outside of our limitations oof because now you're you're identifying with the god dna that's inside of you Oh broka sekeni antaraba father we call for the god dna out leto roba come on open your mouth and begin to pray lento robonianta can you acknowledge the treasure you are i'm shifting your focus from the chaff to the wheat god is shifting your focus from the pharaoh system to the system of god that is inside of you i sense a wind coming into this room 
I want you to just take it. This is what it says. Look at this. His winnowing fan is in his hand. <laughs> and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor. Ah, and gather his wheat into the barn. But he will burn up that chaff with the unquenchable fire. This is the God we serve. Celebrate! My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. We serve a talking God. We serve a talking God. You're ready to part ways with your chef. Come on, worship me, lift it up. Let's begin to worship the Lord. 